0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super24. Hey, Greg, you uh, dialed in. Does that mean you want me to turn your mic on? Well, I'm going to turn it on anyway, since you went to the trouble to dial in.
1: It wasn't much trouble. What's this show about? Well,
0: first of all, this isn't a show. (laughs) It's just... A room that I open up and open up to discussion about the matter uh, that I wrote about there. Did you read the description of this room?
1: Gendo, a way of language. Yeah. Elimin- eliminating linguistic os- obstacles to waking up from the age-old trance. That's what I see.
0: Yeah, good. Well, that's part of it. There's more if you actually go to the the room. There's a more detailed, but that's enough to get us started. Okay. So what is do you that? think about that? Well, first of all, it's pronounced Gendo. It's it's not the soft G, it's a hard G. It's a Japanese word, so it's pronounced Gendo. Uh-huh. And um well, basically, it's just what I said, is that I would say that 98% of humans, 98% of the time, live in a linguistically induced uh, hypnotic trance, that that's been the state of humanity since the beginning, and that we are now poised uh, to awaken from the trance. Uh-huh. I mean, do you uh, have a response to that? Uh, Not yet, no. I don't Uh, think so. Uh, Does it sound interesting or sound silly or uh, possible, impossible, just nuts, um, inevitable? I'm still not not sure yet. I I still don't quite get it. What is it you don't get? What is it that's not clear about what I just said? Well, I think you could probably go into a
1: lot more detail, and then maybe I would understand it. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, I can't summarize 40 years of work in two minutes. Um, Yeah, but I think you can sort of get the gist of the idea, and you either get that or you don't, I think. I don't think I could talk for 20 minutes and uh, explain some of it in more detail. And, why don't you? Uh, why don't ahead. just give an example? Oh, I can give you a yeah, a sort of trivial example, but an example of how language shapes our thinking about stuff. Um, you may have heard this story before, maybe not. The story of the boy who was uh, well. I'll just tell you the story. If you've heard it, let me finish it. It's short. It's only about a minute long. Um, A boy and his father were returning from a uh, soccer game one Saturday morning, and they were involved in a head-on collision. The father was killed instantly. The son was rushed to a nearby uh, hospital in critical condition. They wheeled him up into the operating room. The surgeon walked in, took one look at the kid, and said, I can't operate on him. That's my son.
1: Yeah, I have heard this story before.: Okay,
0: Well, all right, good. You remember the first time you heard it? Yes, I
1: do. And I and got did it did you and uh, You got it? I, no, I fell into the trap. Yeah uh,
0: yeah, everybody does. I've told the story of thousands of people. I did too. <laughs> yeah. But the, I mean it is kind of a trivial story, really, and a trivial example, but it, it makes the point about the nature of unconscious assumptions the paradox is only an apparent paradox because of an erroneous assumption that the male was a man. And right. an assumption, nobody ever teaches us that, but this is one of these sort of unconscious assumptions that lurks under the surface that we all pick up on, but, but nobody ever told us that, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is, is that as long as that unconscious assumption remains unconscious, then there is no solution to that apparent paradox. The whole thing uh, rests on, on that unconscious assumption remaining unquestioned. The moment right. you start to ask that question, of course, then the whole thing evaporates, and it's not a problem at all. There's never a, a paradox to begin with. It's just a, a faulty interpretation. That's trivial, but the point is, is that language is capable of imposing unconscious assumptions On our thinking. And what I would say is that most human problems are of that kind. That they aren't actual problems that have any physical, real existence in the world. They're problems of our analysis and our imposing erroneous assumptions on situations. And the solutions, therefore, are not to be found in the world but in examining the unconscious assumptions that we operate on and eliminating them. And that's what Gendo is about. Eliminating these unconscious assumptions so that, uh, so that we can at least spend our time worrying about real problems instead of imaginary ones.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that reminds me of crossword puzzles because the same thing happens there. You, you read a clue and you think you know what they mean, but they usually <laughs> they usually give an oblique the the, 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 the well the New York
0: the, Times does a good yes. crossword puzzle plays with you that way of course exactly <laughs> so
1: what yeah. you what you what you want to think you know is going to be wrong they're they're yeah. going for some oblique uh, meaning yeah. to to the word but and you
0: must do crossword puzzles and you do the New York Times don't you. I, I do, yes. <laughs> Good, me too. <laughs> and and I think it's just
1: wonderful because it it I, I think it goes in uh, goes with what you're saying here
0: about. Uh, oh yes, it's exactly know. the same thing. They put up something there that obviously could be interpreted the way most people interpret it, and and what's even better is just the right number of letters. Right, you know, and it even has a couple of other letters that are the same in it, which really screws you up. (laughs)
1: Well, you saw you saw wordplay, I'm sure. Of course. And and the um, they took there they took it to an extreme. They gave the they gave the uh, example of the the puzzle that had two solutions.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's that is awesome. Well, and that's a real lesson too. In
1: it it reality, is. It is. And know, it ties in very much. Ha- yeah. With, 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 with what it ties in very much with the theme of your of your. Um, Absolutely, your it's
0: almost it's almost the central issue of it. It's it's not mistaking the map for the territory. It's to realize that you can have multiple uh, interpretations uh, of an event, and it's not about which one is the correct interpretation. It's just about how useful is the interpretation you've come up with. And and, you know, like you can have a topo map and a street map for the same territory. They look completely different. And the idea of which is the one true map is absurd. But that's precisely what we do in philosophy and politics and psychology. Uh, We take an interpretation, one of an infinite number of possible interpretations, and treat it as though it's the way it really is. And that, by any stretch of the of the imagination, I think, is the very definition of insanity. That's the trance.
1: Well, I think it's a great theme for for a room. I'd I'd be very much interested in a lot of the discussions that you might have in here.
0: Well, there's a bunch of them uh, in the archive there. You know, I've recorded 190-something conversations um, but I, it's much better to be engaged in the conversation. So I would invite, I mean, you and I have talked before, I've, you know, really, you ought to come in here. I mean, cause this is late. I already ended this room running mean, I'm still recording, but, uh, I'm getting ready to leave. I would encourage you to come some other time and let's, uh, let's engage in a conversation to explore this domain. I'm trying to remember when we
1: talked before, I don't was it a long time ago? I think so, quite a while
0: ago. Yeah. Was it about crosswords? No, I, I just remember the name. Okay. And maybe I'm hallucinating. Maybe I haven't ever talked to you before. Maybe it's just Greg Clinton is one of those names. Seems to me that it, it, it has some resonance with me, but you know, maybe I'm, you know, just losing it. I don't know. You don't recall us talking before.
1: Well, I've into a lot of different rooms, and
0: yeah. um okay. but I I do I do recall
1: having a discussion that I that I do remember uh, about six months ago. Uh, it might have we, been.
0: Were you ever on Skypecast?
1: Yes, or you, I was. Okay, it, it, it was back in the Skypecast days then. It was on a. I only, it was. It was on a Skypecast, and we talked about crossword puzzles.
0: Oh, well, maybe we did. I don't remember what we talked about, but. Uh, like I said, the name stuck for some reason. Well, it's I love my, you know, it's funny. I just um, canceled my subscription to the paper, and I'm no longer doing the New York Times daily. I used to do it every day. I did for probably 35 years. And, uh, and just about uh, two months ago, I stopped. <laughs> and it, it didn't take me too long to get through the withdrawal symptoms, but I still try to get the Sunday paper when I find one here at Starbucks or something and steal the uh, the Sunday New York Times.
1: Well, you know, actually, um, I, I, I've i recently started doing the Times crossword puzzle. Um, for a long time, I just did the uh, MSNBC and the, the Yahoo puzzles, which are pretty good i 'm um, oh,
0: not familiar with them yeah, yeah
1: they 're not too bad and they 're free and they're they 're uh, nice to do on the internet um, but they, could, you,
0: could could you could you give me the links to those please because i 'm not familiar with them um, and if and if they 're good crosswords that 's a rare thing because most crosswords are not all that clever I, you know? I think <laughs> well i, I mean I, you,
1: if you 're an expert across your puzzle you might you might uh, you might not think, that. I don't know if you would think that they're that great. I mean, I think one of them, uh, they're, they're both syndicated, so you see them quite a few different places, and you'll see them uh-huh. yeah. You'll see them in some daily newspapers. Um, I think one of them is, is the one that appears in USA Today, so I don't know if you've tried the USA Today puzzle. Um, no. no. Okay.
0: No, I, I really just sort of have done the New York Times for the last 35 years, and I was yeah. satisfied with that. That got all my... Right. Crossword puzzle stuff satisfied you know yeah well actually no I
1: um I, I have like an on and on again off again um, uh, relationship with talk show and uh-huh. uh, my, my first my the first time I was on talk show I, I, I went by the name of Sitting Duck and I was uh, at that time I had a show called Hacker in the House because I was talking about this um, experience we had in our home. With being actually um, visited by a hacker who, who kept who, who would come to our house for over a period of two years.
0: You mean um, physically come knock on your front door, or you mean yeah. intruding Elect- in your site in your electronic space? Right, electronically. He, would, he yeah. would.
1: But but he would to such a point where he would um, turn on the microphone of my laptop and listen in on us. So it was really quite a creepy experience. That, wow and i made a show on talk show about that that was my first, that was back in 2006 how do you how
0: do you know you're not just paranoid schizophrenic
1: well then my whole family would be because we all heard
0: <laughs> that's
1: fascinating yeah
0: so did Any, you ever find out who it was
1: we never did find out who it was and we went through anyway, a lot it just
0: of finally ended it We just finally went away at some point or what yeah, he kind of did just go away, but I mean,
1: for a while he went away, and then he came back six about six months later, and you know, so he would visit us every once in a while. Um, but it's now been I don't know almost two years since we've seen him, so. Um, That's. Nice. It's, well, my it's, advice is get a Macintosh,
0: and, and you won't have those problems. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we got when we got Linux, we didn't have those problems, but. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, that was my first experience with TouchShoe, then. Later, I started a talk show called Crossword.
0: Um, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that here.
1: Right, and yeah, you know, this it's not a real good. It's not a real talk show. is not a real good um, way to try to do a crossword. But I no, it's not. Uh, I just kind of did it in the hopes of of um, maybe in, meeting interesting people because I yeah. I think I think people that do crosswords are are interesting people. Did you um, meet any interesting people well I haven't been at it very long uh so yeah. uh, um i I started that about six months ago and I stopped doing it and i started i started up again uh recently yeah yeah and, and um but the, the other thing I do is i go to the uh, i've paid a subscription to New York Times recently and um their their website so that I can do the crossword online yeah. And they have, like, a chat. You, you can start up a chat with another player. Um, they have it so that you can do that. And I'm just, yeah. I'm just hoping to track people that way and then maybe get them to either come to my... site. Sa- what I really want to yeah. do is get a bunch of people that are interesting to talk to. Because I have... I'm actually a computer programmer. And I started, hmm. a, I started a site called TalkBurner where the idea is people just... Go to the site and they st- and they uh, meet people t- and they start talking to people using their mic, and then the, resor- the conversation gets recorded, kind of like talk uh, TalkShoe, but it's it's always just two people. And yeah,
0: well, that's what I do here. I almost always just do one-on-ones with people. It's more interesting okay? in that way. Well, it is uh, no, I don't think so. It's just a matter of choice. I usually do it that way. I find it better for what I do. Occasionally, I'll have more than one mic on, but not very often. Uh, it depends on what the purpose of the room is and who's there and whether they're responsible or not. And, you know, there are a lot of factors,
1: right? So, so. My ultimate goal was to get talkburner uh, to, to get interesting people to come to Talkburner and um, start recording conversations and as a roundabout way to, get, to getting to that point, I set up this crossword um, show on on on, on TalkShoe, um, just hoping to attract people that liked crossword yeah. puzzles yeah. And- so,
0: yeah, then, well, you got to experiment and find out what works to meet the right. people you want to meet. That's what I'm doing here. As I Well, see, I'm not a human. I graduated. And so I'm here looking for other uh, earthlings, people who have uh, transcended mere humanity but don't know that's what actually happened to them. I know there are others of my species out there, and most of them probably don't even know that they're not humans anymore. So uh, my aim is to be here and say things that uh, hopefully a small percentage, one or two percent of people who come in here will resonate with what I'm talking about. The rest of people won't have a clue what I'm talking about. they will just think it's a bunch of stupid philosophical shit or whatever they think it is. And that's okay. I don't really mind that uh, because every once in a while someone comes in here and they know exactly what I'm talking about. They may not have known that they knew it, but when they get done, they now know that they know something, and that's a whole different ball game.
1: So you say you graduated.
0: So what did you graduate in?
1: What was your degree?
0: Oh, uh, no, I'm talking about graduated from being a human being. Uh, oh. I mean, I have a degree in philosophy. Actually, I had a double major in philosophy and music. <laughs> Two <Yeah>. really practical <laughs> things to get a degree in.
1: <laughs> okay, well... Mine are in Spanish and and computer science, which they're uh, well, one, they're both practical, but they don't have anything to do with each other.
0: Oh, they do definitely have something to do with each other. They both involve languages they are well, uh, not your native language. That's true. You're exactly right. I missed that point. Yeah. Yeah, language. Of course, language is the sort of. Well, see, I realized recently that uh, all my – actually, I I never understood my life until just very recently. I realized that I have OCD. Mm -hmm. You're you're familiar with that term?
1: Yes, obsessive compulsive disorder,
0: right? Yeah. Well, of course, I don't think of it as a disorder. Uh, I think of it as a a lifestyle, (laughs) really. But the thing is, I got lucky. I'm not a hand washer you know, or a a crack avoider or something. My obsession is linguistics and the relationship between language and thinking and all sorts of stuff. And that's pretty much consumed my life, but, you know, I can't imagine any other kind of life. Without my obsession, I don't know why I'd bother to get up in the morning. You know, (laughs) Uh, it's it's
1: interesting, you you know, you say OCD and you're you're talking about linguistics and language and how we use it, and I just find it interesting how uh, uh, all conditions have have uh, have dissolved into a three-letter acronym, and and every time they use one of the if you watch the if you watch drug commercials lately, everything is a three-letter acronym disease like, ah. which I just you know restless legs and RLS <coughs> and. Yeah. OCD, oh, yeah. yeah, OCD, yeah. O C D, and 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 the list goes on and on and on. And and they'll say yeah. that N L G C I A. NLP, s- they'll they'll say <laughs> yeah. right. They'll say the the three letter acronym as if oh yeah oh you know like we're supposed to oh oh he has T R D. Oh gee, yeah, uh, I yeah. know that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So so you said O C D, and now luckily that was one that I uh, said, him. From. Deep, dig, deep, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obsessive, yeah. compulsive. Just, okay, I think I know that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, obsessive, compulsive style. Actually, I would just call it uh, an interesting life that that gives you a reason to get up in the morning. But like I say, it's different. If I would have been a hand washer, uh, I might not have been so happy about that, about having OCD. <laughs> and, and admittedly, mine is somewhat mild compared to you know people that are locked away because of it or you know incapable of surviving but uh, well yeah
1: we all, all of these disorders we pretty much all have them all just varying to varying, de- varying degrees yeah. you know yeah. like I, f- I feel like we all have tourette syndrome but it's it's all to varying degrees you know yeah yeah well
0: they're related to ocd actually the the the, the whole, yeah the whole that's really again i i can't imagine life without an obsession what would be the point of getting up in the in the morning and going to work and coming home and watching TV, if, if there wasn't some reason to live, they, <laughs> you know, some something to do, <laughs> you know, that you're just absolutely, you know, totally stuck on, you know.
1: Now, now you've given up your crossword obsession.
0: You're, you're not doing the Times crossword anymore. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I give up. Well, Why I'll did do you that? do that? Why uh for the same reason I gave up television, I got rid of my t v about ten years ago uh-huh. and uh the older I get the more i th- i think the work I've done in linguistics has some value and i want to i want to contribute what I can to uh the process going on here evolution or earth or whatever you want to call it and um, and i'm you know, systematically eliminating things that, uh, you know, don't have a real sort of imminent payoff. I mean, it was fun doing the crossword puzzle, It's you know, right along my linguistic stuff and everything. But at the end of the day, I was, you know, I can look at how many hours a week I spent doing that, and I could probably spend that time doing other stuff better, and more usefully and more satisfyingly. So, yeah, and I mean, just a whole newspaper. Every morning I'd read the newspaper. I mean, I didn't read the whole paper, but I'd scan it. And inevitably, there's nothing interesting. Really, it's just the same yeah. old bullshit. And and I just realized, you know, I could spend my time online doing something a hell of a lot better, and you know, than reading the newspaper. So I just, just uh, it, was a, it was an experiment, like in some sense, you know, to <laughs> to see how I'd react to giving it up. Uh-huh. It was surprisingly easy, actually. Although I missed the Sunday one. The Sunday was a big deal. <laughs> you know, it was it's a big the, production. To do yeah, the well, Sunday it, New York Times. It's it's, it's physically
1: bigger. It's it's physically bigger. It's kind of a. It's not. It's not.
0: It's not that hard. It's not like it's not Well, it's like not a, as hard as Friday and Saturday. It's usually right. a little bit easier, you but know. But it's but it's, it's, but it's, it's still big. a challenge. And it's, it's clever. big, it, and it's lets you clever, luxuriate too. over it, yeah, 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 and it and it usually has some sort of clever theme that right. that's sort of interesting that makes you think, you know, yeah, it's a it was great fun. I loved it for many many years. Like I said, I must have done it for thirty or thirty-five years, a long time.
1: Well, so so you're um, taking stock of your life, and then you're you're realizing I'm using up time for this and for that and for this, and then you start be. Realizing that you have to be a little bit more selective about what you do
0: yeah well, i don 't have to be, I want to be right you know? I, uh, I mean I, yeah that's the thing is you know here we are you know alive, I seem to have this obsession with language, and I think i've made some interesting and even important discoveries that could actually make the world a better place and it seems that I've spent almost all this time learning this stuff. It'd be sort of pointless to not go the next step and do something with it, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I had sort of a similar uh,
1: life decision where I decided that, um, you know, I really want to start learning science or some math and things that I think are really true. That um, yeah, um, that maybe I should maybe I should uh, not spent so much time like you say on tv and other things uh uh even even reading the news um um yeah,
0: yeah. Where, how old I mean, are you
1: 51 how old 51
0: 51 yeah yeah you're I think you're that's bit, about you're the bit older you're bit a bit older than that yeah yeah I'm 63 yeah right but that well, I, was about the time I started thinking about. It. I, I gave up the TV ten years ago, right?
1: But you know, then I I started. Well, I started thinking about. Well, like this this thing I was telling you about Talkburner. I said, "Gee, I I, I pl- I've come up with different ways of plugging this 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 site, which actually right now is is down. But um, I'm I'm going to be putting it up again sometime. And part of the thing, as I said, is it, it gives us boomers a chance to and i'm kind of like a tail end of the you're 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 probably like the leading edge of the boomers and and i'm yeah. kind of like i'm like the tail end of the boomers and it gives us boomers uh you know uh good company genteel conversations uh to see us through to our uh you know to our old through our old age um but but um so, so i do it's around this time where I start thinking about okay uh I need to start being a selective about how I spend my time and um, uh, you know deciding what's important to me uh like I said science math uh, good conversation and um, you know and 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 starting to eliminate other things. Um, Now, I'm I'm wondering, you're on TalkShoe. Are are you involved in other social type of uh, Internet uh, activity, like
0: Facebook, for example, Twitter, or any of these others? No, not really. I mean, I have a Facebook account, you know, but I've got a few friends that keep adding me to things. I don't really spend any time there. I I need to use that more, but it's not going to be – I'm going to have to find someone to do it for me because – uh, well, I, you know, I'm still feeling it out. I'm trying to look at the best ways to get my work. I mean, right now, I'm still in a sort of research phase. What I'm doing here is uh, is talking with people I've never talked with before and trying to explain this stuff. And in the process of doing that, I'm learning how to talk about this in a way that makes sense to people. I mean, just sitting around thinking about it and reading and writing is of no use because it's all in my own head, you know. But being here... I get asked questions that I never would have thought of myself and I, and I'm and people, you know, are not convinced by my arguments, <laughs> you know, and they reject what I'm saying. And that's very, uh, you know, th- that encourages me to, you know, to look again at what I'm doing and try to, I mean, I know, uh, well, I'm committed to the fact that I'm on to something important. The issue is, can I say it? Can I put it together in a package that makes sense to people? And not everybody, I realize that probably my audience is less than two or three percent of the total population, but that 's still a large number of people, and we could make a huge difference in the world if uh, a whole bunch of people actually woke up from the trance now it 's interesting
1: there 's not that many people at your age that that um, are so uh, inter- know how to make use of the internet and in the way that you're that you 're doing it I, I wonder how that uh, how it is that well, because you... I've
0: been on the internet since nineteen eighty four I mean since before there was an internet, there used to be a thing called Gopher space if you remember that I know Gopher yeah <laughs> yeah I mean there it was it's been around for I've been on here since the beginning This ain't uh, talk radio this is the matrix yeah most wow. people think this is talk radio are you familiar with the well? Uh, yeah, I was never – well, I mean, I flirted with it a little bit, but uh, I, I was never actually – I might have been a member for a while, but um, no, I wasn't, I wasn't tied into that. 1984, I don't like you... text. That's the thing is I don't like text. I don't like texting. Uh-huh. I've never I, – I really – well, I'm better at it now because, I mean, over the years I've actually learned to type fairly well, but uh, I've always felt that the keyboard was a sort of obstacle to communication. Yeah, for me, you know, uh, and I just don't like it, you know. But talking to people, I mean, well, this really all came together with me for in, on Skypecast in May of two oh, thousand six, yeah. yeah. That was when I discovered uh, Skypecast, and that's what changed my life.
1: Yeah, and they they went out of they they took that down, as you're uh, I'm sure you know. Oh,
0: well, I'm absolutely aware. September first, eBay murdered Skypecast, which is just fine because it, they hadn't put any resources into it for ages. It was just. Yeah it, was, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, it was yeah, it was just a pain in the ass, actually. Uh, this is much better here.
1: It was hard to I find mean, it en- it, English-speaking people there, too. I mean, it was,
0: it was, it was yeah, is predominantly... Or yeah, yeah, well, mostly Arabic. Yeah, it, right. it's too bad that uh, they didn't allow us to put filters, <laughs> you know, on the thing. So you could just see... And when you really look at the English language content, there wasn't that much. You know, there's, yeah, the only not English- that much here, you know. Yeah, the only
1: English content that was there was pretty much uh, English classes for foreigners. You know.
0: Well, there was a lot of stuff. I did stuff there uh, for a long time. Uh, I've got thousands of hours of recordings and conversations I had with people there. ScottCast mm-hmm. was awesome. It was uh, what one of the one of the things that really totally changed my life.
1: Well, the audio quality was much better than here. It's a different yeah. technology.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is all in the beginning, you know, the early forms of the matrix over the next 5 or 10 years this, you know, will be transformed, I'm sure. But right. you know, we're still early in the game right now. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really uh, amazed that you were involved with the
1: internet from 1984 and and you mentioned how that you, you didn't like the, you found the text uh uh very limiting
0: and um It just wasn't satisfying on a level that I, you know, I mean, it it just didn't satisfy me emotionally or intellectually or any other way. It was, Yeah, I I, I describe it as like trying to know a person
1: through a straw. I mean, you know, in these like in like in these chat rooms, it's I
0: just I just never did it. That's all. You know, I just (laughs) didn't do it because I just didn't find it fun. So I mean I knew they were there and uh, and I emailed people somewhat you know but uh, the chat rooms I never went in one. hmm I'm surprised you never went in one. I, was, I mean that's
1: it's it's although it's not as um, faithful a, a way of knowing a person. It's 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 still it's still something. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, can... it's
0: something, but I didn't need that at that point. Uh, I was. Uh-huh. Uh, so heavy into my own research that it was quite easy for me to spend all my th- my own time reading and writing uh, with no input from other people than, than the books I was reading. Cool. And that was enough for me for maybe 20 years or so. But at some point, like I say, it all sort of came together uh, in 2006 as my research was sort of coming to an end.
1: And, and now um, you're giving uh,
0: back. And and then I started. I stumbled into Skypecast and found that I could have conversations with people uh, who were actually interested in the same subject I was. And yeah. that was a revelation to me. You know, oh, oh. The, yeah, go ahead.
1: All this sort of reminds me. Uh, back in uh, I think it was it must have been around 1970 or so. I was a ham radio operator, and so and this oh, this yeah. whole. It, this whole internet thing brings back memories of what I used to do back then. Yeah. And yeah. What was What was interesting about that back then was I started out. I only could do Morse code. I had a novice license, <laughs> and they only allow you to do Morse code. And, and I had the greatest time uh, talking to people with Morse code. Once yeah. I got my Once I got my general's license, they allow you to use a microphone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you you, you just it, 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 there the voice just became made it made it worse for me because all of a sudden it's just Ooh. a bunch of old yeah all of a sudden it's just a bunch of old guys uh, talking about their radio uh. you know, talking about their equipment and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, yeah. it, it, got it lost it lost all its charm because yeah. when you're on when, when you're on the Morse code you
0: you you hear yeah, anything you talk about is interesting
1: well, <laughs> well not only, it's only that. So
0: long. Yeah, and you're going to take more time. I mean, you're not going to talk about bullshit. You know, I mean, it's so much trouble that you're probably going to take the time not, to say something
1: interesting, right? Or not no? only that, I mean, getting back to the, the, the you know, the theme of your your, your site, dealing with language, um, one thing, you know, you, you you weren't interested in chat that much, but when you do chat, what happens is, it's like I say, it's like knowing a person through a straw. You You, you get so much less data back than you do through th- through listening to their voice or seeing a picture oh, yeah. of them,
0: yeah. that
1: what happens, what ends up happening is you're getting so little data back that you end up filling in
0: the gaps.
1: Oh, and you yes, do,
0: with your own imagination. Yes,
1: <laughs> and, and you, you fill it in yeah. the, in a positive way. So so where yeah. the person is not intelligent, you make them more intelligent than they are. You sure, You make them more yeah. beautiful yeah. than they are. Yeah, of sure. yeah. So I think that might the same thing might have happened to me back when I was when I was a ham radio operator as I use I would use Morse code and that you know and I would fill in the gaps with what you know this knowing a person through a straw and I and and then once I started t- t- talking to the actual person oh god it wasn't that great <laughs> yeah yeah
0: well there's a it's real easy to fall into self deception you know especially when you're uh, sort of uh, an intellectual loner who's looking for some something more than just chit chat. Uh, you know, you get desperate for it. You know, you start finding it, <laughs> or, or, maybe it isn't. You
1: know, but you know, it's like your doctor story. So you you, you tell me the doctor story, and then uh, you don't fill in all the details. I don't see a picture of the doctor, and so my. My mind fills in my my mind fills in the missing information. Okay, I see a doctor. He's a man. He's not right. Th- that's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: of course, of course, all doctors are men. Yeah, <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> you know, the the real challenge would be to tell that story to a female surgeon. And I've right. never had that opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, she, that would, would be, if she would. I think she would react
0: the, the same way. Well, that's that would be the greatest. That would be the greatest coup, is if a female surgeon yeah. actually fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing that is, now, I have two. Both of my yeah. doctors now that I have are women. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> well, listen, Greg, you know, I need to get out of here. I need to go home and get some food in me. Okay. I'm I'm so, in the spin. Starbucks, or. So, it's yeah, nice I'm meeting welcome. you again, yeah. Karen. Uh, yeah, yeah, same here, Greg. Uh, you're welcome to come back anytime. I'm here uh, five days a week from three to five California time. All right. Um, and oh, you're in nobody, California too. Yeah, usually nobody wants to talk. So what I'm usually doing is playing either past conversations like this one. I'll just may end up getting played tomorrow or something, you know. Or, right. um, or I play Alan Watts' uh, lectures, who was real uh-huh. important in my development. So, uh, Or Santana later. or Bob Dylan. Well, actually, that wasn't me. That was what you were hearing here in Starbucks. That's just what, oh. you know, what's you know. So you're sitting in at Starbucks having
1: this conversation?
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah, it is, and nobody gives a shit. Nobody's even paying any attention. You know, everybody's got a laptop. Actually, there are one. It looks like every single table, with one exception, uh, every, people are sitting there with laptops.
1: What city is that?
0: <laughs> um, it's um, L.A. County, Orange County, southern, you know, South California. Oh, okay. I'm in Mission Viejo, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just right up to you. I'm, you know where uh, Main Place is? Yes, in Santa Ana. Yeah, right. Right across the street from there is a Starbucks. And that's oh, okay. where I'm sitting. I'm looking out the window to the west and seeing the moon and and Venus up there and uh, Main Place right across the street.
1: We got We have a crescent moon now, yes.
0: Yeah, it's the fifth day, I think, today.
1: Yeah. Uh, real quick before you go, I, I uh, the first day of the crescent moon this time, I, I I happened to notice it and I I I realized I said this I don't think I have ever seen the moon that uh the yeah. word that new or yeah I mean it, yeah. it was a yeah. barely yeah. barely a sliver yeah. and I and I, I noticed at yeah. that time and it was just a few days ago I don't remember exactly but yeah. uh, I I did take note that it uh, that,
0: was on uh, the. The 27th, actually, was the first okay. day you can see it. Yeah. Okay,
1: the 27th, I looked at it, and I said, wow, that, okay, that, I I used to be very interested in stargazing, I used to do a lot of stargazing, so. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I do uh, too. Yeah,
1: so I looked in fact, at it. I,
0: I live by the lunar calendar, today is the seventh day of the 287th moon on my calendar.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I'm not like into it that way, but I used to. I one time when when my son was young, I had to. I, he asked for a telescope for Christmas. I got it for him, oh, and, yeah. and, and and it turned out that I was the one that enjoyed using it more than he did. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he didn't care, but you had a great time with it. <laughs> And then
1: I got just interested in in, in learn, uh, uh, like naked eye observing or binocular observing yeah. that that type of observing more more than even using the telescope. But there was some yeah. some things about the telescope I found interesting as well. But you know maybe uh, one the day we'll talk about. Telescope's
0: one thing, but naked eye observing um, you know is uh, actually I prefer, Well, it's just a different thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the the, oh, the only thing I do, the only thing I do like about the telescope is is doing something called star hopping, which I'm sure you know about. <laughs> Star what? Star hopping. Um, no, I don't know what you mean by that, really. Okay, so it's, when, when, when you're using a telescope, uh, I mean, you see, you, you, don't really, you don't really get good context of where you are in the sky. I mean, you're looking at us. So star hopping is, is a way of, well, you find like a bright star. You, you 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 start out with a target, like you want to find some galaxy that's hard to, to it's impossible yeah. to see with it, with the naked eye. So you, there's some like you want to see a galaxy, or maybe or maybe you want to see Neptune or some some something like that
0: they're talking about back in the days when before global positioning was available yes. and you had to actually point the damn thing yourself. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, right. That, that was, was a big. Well, that was a real art. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. You know, okay, I mean, now, now, I know, now I know it's me by star hopping. Sure. Yes. Yeah. You have to find your way to the damn place you're looking for. Yes. I mean, now they have the digital readout. Yeah. You just, and pipe, you, just, yeah, you, just you don't even type. You just type in the name, and it's there. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's no that's no fun. So so the fun thing is saying okay, you start out and you look at this guy and you say okay, well there's Vega. Okay, I know Vega. You know, you, there's certain stars that yeah. you know. And then yeah. and then you get a star map. And then you you look at the star map and say okay you plan a no, route you
0: don't you don't need to explain it to me I know what you're talking about I, I've okay done, yeah I mean I know right. that you have to find your way there right so so <laughs> yeah. when I
1: so ordinarily I I like naked eye observing and not binoc- using binoculars but when I use the telescope uh, I, the the thing I like about it is doing is planning a route and doing the star hopping you know and yeah. you know yeah. doing, using it sort of the old fashioned way. Um, you know, be, I, I I'm very much fascinated with uh, the like history of math, history of science, and how did people do things back when there were no computers, and yet they were still yeah. able to figure things out, and all, all that kind of yeah. thing. I find very interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the history of astronomy is particularly interesting. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, how recently it is that we really began to get a grasp on just the size of the universe. I mean. There was nothing more than just stars, even uh, yeah. less than hundred years ago. You know, but what I, find amazing, that... what I find
1: amazing—what I find amazing—is how, how, a long time ago, they were able to figure out the size of the Earth, the size of the Moon, oh, yeah. things like that.
0: Yeah, that's just, yeah.
1: That's just amazing. Yeah
0: yeah and and when you and when you look at the logic of it, you can see how damn clever they were too you know? right. right and then <laughs> yeah. and then
1: see that's where I start taking stock of my life and trying to figure out what I, what I, what I want to do spending my time i'd like to I'd like to be able to be like like know how like like know the things that some of these people three hundred years ago understood well I'd like to have that understanding. Yeah, uh, well, you know, here here in the, in the you know 2000s, you know.
0: Yeah, well, if you want to do that, I'm afraid you're going to have to get rid of your TV because there won't be any right. time left that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> but my ultimate goal is not to die of boredom. So if, whatever I'm doing, if I'm talking to somebody or if I'm learning science or if I'm uh, whatever, uh, uh, planning
0: a website. If, I don't uh, think you uh, need to worry about dying of boredom. I don't think yeah. that's uh, going to happen for you. Yeah, you I have to I worry to, about not dying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I used I'm, to think, I, I'm more
1: into, Yeah, Go ahead. <laughs> I used to think I'd have to worry about uh, boredom when I got old, but I'd, I'd, I'm starting to believe that that's not going to be the case. It's it's no, more going to be. If
0: you, yeah, if you think about that, I mean, anyone—it's just it's the same old thing. If people who think maybe they're crazy clearly aren't, you know, because really crazy people don't think about that. And, right. Uh, right. People, if you're actually seriously worried about being bored, you're probably not going to be bored. <laughs> you know. That, that's true. Yeah. So sure, I'm not worried about really that anymore. Bored. Yeah. No, now i have nothing to worry about. Now you just got to figure
1: out what the hell you're going to do with your life. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm more <laughs> concerned about having spreading it out as long as I can and having time to do you know to, to learn some of the things I want to learn and and yeah, to be able to yeah. share that with people.
0: Yeah.
1: You have a list. Of things to do. No, I just have sort of a general sense in my head of, of what Sometimes I want to do. Sometimes it's there.
0: helpful to actually write it out, in a, you know, and look at it and edit it, and then come back and look at it again, you know, day in and day out for a matter of months. And yeah, know. that's
1: that's a good idea. That is that a can good idea. That could be very
0: interesting. I, you
1: know, I you started what, I started using Amazon wish list kind of. I mean, there's a sort of a list, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Of. Uh, uh, th- these are books that I would be interested in reading. I know I don't have enough time uh, in, yeah. for them all right now. Yeah, uh, but it's nice then, to have
0: a list, though, so that when right. you do have the time, and actually you yeah. do have enough time to start one of them. Right. You know, even if you only put in 10 minutes a day. I mean, you know, I, there are some books that they can need more than a year to read. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> having... That's okay. I'm having trouble with a physics book I'm, I, I'm
1: it's just a college it's just a basic college physics book but it's it's uh, I know it's going to be t- it's going to take me at least a year to get through it if not more would be
0: and just because it's a college physics book doesn't necessarily mean it's well written and and designed to actually teach you what you need to know um, you know that there's a big, there are a lot of problems with uh, in books that are just not well written, you know, even if they're by yes. very intelligent people. Uh, yeah, that's the issue: is finding good writers, you know, that, that that say things in ways that work for you. I mean, the same book might be a revelation to you and just a ho hum thing to somebody else, you know. So that's a large part of it: is zeroing in on the people that speak your language. That's true. This, this book I'm reading is uh, it strikes me as
1: being well-written, but I'm just the same. I know it's going to take me yeah, yeah. quite a while.
0: Yeah, well, that's cool. That's good. I mean, I have a book that I've been reading for a while here. i would put it down for a while, but I know that book's going to take me ages to read, and I'm looking for It's one of the densest books. It took me uh-huh. a Skype decided to end the call here. Thank you, Skype.